1: The Swiss find more than coffee
0: wakes you up in your news update, and we burn rubber in 132nd scale on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend starting right now. Hello, and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for May 7th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Swiss police say an investigation is underway after workers at a Nespresso warehouse in western Switzerland found 500 kilograms of cocaine with a street value of $50 million as they unloaded the coffee beans that had arrived by train. Regional police in Freiburg said late Thursday that they were alerted Monday by the company to the discovery at the facility in the town of Ramont and immediately set up a broad security perimeter around it with a large deployment of officers. Customs and border control agencies were called in as well. Early indications were the shipment showed up in five containers that had arrived by sea from Brazil before being transferred onto a train. America's employers added 428 jobs in April, extending a streak of solid hiring that has defied punishing inflation, chronic supply shortages, the Russian war against Ukraine, and much higher borrowing costs. Friday's jobs report from the Labor Department showed that last month's hiring Kept the unemployment rate at 3.6%, just above the lowest level in a half century. The economy's hiring gains have been strikingly consistent in the face of the worst inflation in four decades. Employers have added at least 400,000 jobs for 12 straight months. Telecommunications industry groups on Wednesday ended their bid to block California's net neutrality law, that prevents broadband providers from throttling service. In a federal court filing in Sacramento, the groups and California Attorney General Rob Bonta uh, jointly agreed to dismiss the case. The move followed a January decision by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals allowing enforcement of the 2018 law, which bans internet providers from slowing down or blocking access to websites and applications that don't pay for premium service. Firefighters in the western German town of Bachalt received an unusual distress call Friday from a local high school after teachers were unable to open a safe containing the questions for a final year exam that students were due to take. Firefighters raced to the scene to find that the lock had jammed and set about sawing open the safe. The Bachalt fire department said. That way the students were able to sit their exam with an hour's delay it said. While teachers cheered the firefighters for saving the day the reaction from students was mixed. Some of them would have probably enjoyed a sunny day off instead said fire department spokesman Matthias Hahn. The racking frackin sassafras and, frack and salty language on hundreds of Maine license plates is one step closer to being removed from the road. Maine's Secretary of State released draft rules Thursday that would eliminate references to genitalia, sex acts, and profanities that proliferated after the state's severely loosened language restrictions on so-called vanity license plates in 2015. The rough and foul language on the plates led to a steady stream of complaints. It was all too much, even for a Secretary of State who previously served as Director of American Civil Liberties Union of Maine. It's Thursday night,
1: and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. Could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's
0: State of the Bands blog includes It's Gonna Be May. No, no I'm not doing that. No. No.
2: No. I'm going to interrupt this
0: introduction with no. 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 (laughs) Bad, Royce. I'm just saying. Our weekly Twitter owner tracker. And Royce and I play with slot cars. Yay! All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, it's May. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Like three days ago it was April
2: yeah and it was gray
0: it's gonna be you know what
2: but <laughs> so you walked into that
0: one so all right we, we've got a lot of things going on in May Armed Forces Day is the third Saturday in May Memorial Day is the last Monday in May Mother's Day don't forget Mother's Day. Mother's Day oh my goodness don't don't talk to me about Mother's Day I can definitely tell Sunday, you I, won't be I hope you're that ready one. that's tomorrow wait what
2: Sunday is Mother's Day. Hello, this Sunday is Mother's Day. Yeah, maybe. Yes, actually, yes, absolutely. It's the eighth. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to stop this.
0: All right. <laughs>
2: what I'm just saying. I don't have anything for
0: my mom. <laughs>
2: it, you got about hours to to shop.
0: Well, not only that, but May is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, which is oh, pretty nice. cool. Bicycle yeah. Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, and National Stroke Awareness Month, so we've got a lot of things going on. Mother's Day has been around uh, in some variation for hundreds of years, and it's not something that's unique just to America. The Romans celebrated moms, uh, Sibel, the mother of the gods, uh, the Greeks for Rhea, a Titaness known as the mother of the gods, and... The Indians have a day uh, honoring the mother goddess Durga, which is still celebrated in India. Um, yeah, and don't forget the people who love to play uh, online games,
2: uh, like Scorched Earth, the mother of all games.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm just saying.
2: It was an 80s, 90s game. Surely I, you I played
0: know. it. I know. Oh, I okay. know. I'm, I'm <laughs> totally messing with you because no, I'm just okay. like,
2: yeah, all right. Scorched Dirt. Come on. It was classic. Look it
0: up. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of classic games from the 90s we need to bring back, but um, we're talking about May right now.
2: Oh, okay. So not Frogger or, you know. Hey,
0: dude, Frogger sp- never left. Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter did not leave. Okay, I have it at home. Never mind. I'm sorry. I have it at home. I have do it you home. really?
2: I do. I have Asteroids. Do you now? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. 2,600. Yep. That one. Yeah. Yep,
2: Just like that. <laughs>
0: Now we do not need cameras in this office. That's for no. sure. We are, we're giant gamers. So make sure that you you honor these holidays. Your mom, absolutely, whether she's here or gone, you know, you can honor her uh, on Mother's Day. Apparently tomorrow. Oops. Uh, but also be aware of a, a couple of things. It's Stroke Awareness Month. And one in. Uh, it's 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 one of the top. 10 leading causes of death Yeah, so 80 percent of them are preventable that's right that's right lifestyle changes guys lifestyle changes mental health is just as important and to and and this month is mental health awareness month uh can can impact all kinds of health including physical health and uh, you know stress can cause high blood pressure which can lead to a heart attack so check it out but more after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend.
1: Stick around. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality.
0: Each year, the Feeding America
1: network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
0: Tesla CEO Elon Musk has laid out some bold, if not vague, plans for transforming Twitter into a place of maximum fun once he buys a social media platform for $44 billion and takes it private but enacting what at the moment are little more than a mix of vague principles and technical details could be considerably more complicated than he suggests. Here's what might happen if Musk follows through on his ideas about free speech, fighting spam, and opening up the black box of uh, artificial intelligence tools that amplify social media trends. Musk's feistiest priority, but also the one with the vaguest roadmap, is to make a Twitter a politically neutral digital town square for the world's discourse that offers as much free speech as each country's laws allow. He's acknowledged that his plans to reshape Twitter could anger the political left and mostly please the right. He hasn't specified exactly what he'll do about former President Donald Trump's permanently banned account or other right-wing leaders whose tweets have run afoul of the company's restrictions against hate speech, violent threats, or harmful misinformation should, must go this direction, it would mean bringing back not only Trump, but many, many others who were removed as a result of QAnon conspiracies, targeted harassment of journalists and activists, and of course all the accounts that were removed after January 6th, said Joan Donovan, who studies misinformation at Harvard University. That could potentially be hundreds of thousands of people. Musk hasn't ruled out suspending some accounts, but he has said such bans would be temporary. His latest criticism centered around what he described as Twitter's incredibly inappropriate 2020 blocking of a New York Post article on Hunter Biden, which the company said was a mistake and corrected within 24 hours. Musk's long-standing interest in AI is reflected in one of the most specific proposals he outlined in his merger announcement. The promise of making the algorithms open source to increase trust. He's talking about systems that rank content to decide what shows up on a user's feed. Partly driving the distrust, at least for Musk supporters, is lore among U.S. political conservatives about shadow banning on social media. This is a supposed invisible feature for reducing the reach of badly behaving users without disabling their accounts. There has been no evidence that Twitter's platform is biased against conservatives. Studies have found the opposite when it comes to conservative media in particular. Musk has called for posting the underlying computer code powering Twitter's news feed for public inspection on the Coder Hangout GitHub, but such code-level transparency gives users little insight into how Twitter is working for them without the data the algorithms are processing says Nick Diakopoulos, a Northwestern University computer scientist. Diakopoulos said that there are good intentions in Musk's broader goal to help people find out why their tweets get promoted or demoted and whether human moderators or automated systems are making these choices. But that's no easy task. Too much transparency about how individual tweets are ranked, for instance, can make it easier for disingenuous people to game the system and manipulate an algorithm to get maximum exposure for their cause. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's Weekend. Stick around.
1: Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right.
0: Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts.
1: What? No!
0: Yep and my dorky dad hat, and I'm gonna do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it.
1: Seriously? Why?
0: Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seat belts without giving me a hard time.
1: It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled.
0: Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time.
1: What, what? No! no! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. Uh, the the
0: paragon of shipping things to your door uh, has a ton of warehouses throughout the United States. And in New York especially, we see uh, a group that has successfully organized the company's first ever U.S. Union. And they're squaring off for a rematch. It's going to be interesting to see what goes on this week uh, with the... Uh, the elections and the warehouse workers on Staten Island for uh, Amazon, Royce.
2: Every time I think about unions, I think about that Bugs Bunny cartoon where they find the frog in the box. <laughs> I I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? But, you know, <laughs> it's just that random left turn that you never expected. Like that left turn you should have taken at Albuquerque. Where <laughs> exactly. in the world did that come up? I'm just saying, because you got, uh, what's his name? The frog. What's Michigan that? J Michigan Frog. Michigan J. Frog, yeah, that's right. He just croaks normally and then all of a sudden, you know, the union worker is, you know, carrying the box trying to show everybody he think he's gonna get rich. You know. It is what it
0: is. <laughs> this is what working with Royce Wells means, everybody. But we're talking about Amazon and unions. Let's yeah.
2: Well, well you do realize unions came to being because basically people, uh, in the Industrial Revolution, people needed representation because there were a lot of factory workers
0: that were being mistreated. Well, that's true. Uh, the Industrial Revolution brought uh, women into the workforce, uh, brought children into the workforce. And we're not talking about 16-year-olds here. We're no. talking about 8 and 9 and 10-year-olds. Working in coal plants and that sort of thing. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Unions are prevalent. Yeah.
2: And, and definitely, there, there there's definitely a place for them and they should be heard. And I think that, uh, them, uh, the people and the employees of Amazon being able to unionize to basically have their voice heard is very important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you brought up, uh, you brought up the Industrial Revolution. Of course, we had, uh, we had some, uh, some muckraking go on in the early 20th century. Uh, Upton Sinclair's *The Jungle* with meatpacking unions and meatpacking plants. Uh, you have uh, certain uh, bits of science fiction. You could call it science fiction, but it's really you know speculative fiction. But George Orwell's *1984*
2: kind of touches on yep. unions. I think that book is banned.
0: Um, the probably, I think Fahrenheit yep. 451. Maybe. Yep. Um, you have metropolis that uh, classic German production from the 1920s uh, that dealt with uh, the working class and and ethics for working class um, and and you know Upton Sinclair had also the brass check which is uh, it dealt with journalism and unionization journalism and that sort of thing
2: I was surprised how many unions still exist
0: well yeah yeah I mean there's there's tons. And of course, we had the the thing in the in the sixties and seventies with Jimmy Hoffa, yep. um, uh, the the corruption in in unions and try to try to get the companies to uh, to skew toward unionization. Um, uh, here in Memphis, we have the uh, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. We have yep. the International Brotherhood of Brewery Workers. You know, we we do have plumbing. I think there's a plumbing union union as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But we see it all over the place, and we'll see how this works out. For Amazon, we certainly support unionization. And
2: Amazon's even here in Memphis, so yeah. Yep,
0: absolutely. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands weekend. No word in the English language is less
1: convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date?
0: Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together.
1: Probably? Probably.
0: More than 40 years after blazing a trail for female video game characters, Ms. Pac-Man was inducted Thursday into the World Video Game Hall of Fame, along with Dance Dance Revolution, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Sid Meier's Civilization. The Hall of Fame considers electronic games of all types each year, arcade, console, computer, handheld, and mobile. Inductees are recognized for their popularity and influence on the video game industry or pop culture over time. The Miss Pac-Man arcade game was released in 1981 as Midway's follow-up to Pac-Man, which entered the hall as part of its inaugural class in 2015. The Pac-Man sequel reimagined the main character to acknowledge the original game's female fans, according to the hall. After selling 125,000 cabinets within the first five years, it became one of the best-selling arcade games of all time. There was nothing inherently gendered about earlier video games, said Julia Novakovic, senior archivist at the Hall. But by offering the first widely recognized female video game character, she said, Ms. Pac-Man represented a turn in the cultural conversation about women's place in the arcade as well as in society at large. The class of 2022 was chosen from a field of finalists that also included Assassin's Creed, Candy Crush Saga, Minesweeper, NBA Jam, Parappa the Rapper, Resident Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. It is the eighth class to be inducted since the World Video Game Hall of Fame was established at the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. Konami's Dance Dance Revolution, first seen in arcades in Japan in 1998, was recognized for helping pave the way for other music-centered games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band. The fast-paced game put players on a dance floor with a screen in front to direct their moves. Music has been an integral part of human life since prehistoric times, so it comes as no surprise that DDR enjoyed a unique popularity that spanned ages, genders, and regions, said video game curator Lindsay Carano. A home version of the game followed on the PlayStation in 1999. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, also first released in 1998, came out for the Nintendo 64 gaming console and defined what a 3D action video game could be, Hall of Fame officials said. The award-winning game sold more than 7.6 million copies worldwide and continues to be recognized by some players and critics as one of the best video games ever made. Even today... Developers throughout the world credit The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time as influencing the way they create games. Digital games curator Andrew Borman said, The game's sprawling 3D world, fluid combat, complex puzzles, and time-shifting story combine to inspire a wonder in players that they have never forgotten. Sid Meier's Civilization released in 1991, was recognized as an influential simulation and strategy game. The game, which invited players to develop their own empires, launched a series of successor games, including the most recent Civilization Beyond Earth and Civilization VI. I'm going to go get my 3DS and play some Ocarina of Time, but for you, more after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's Weekend. So, Royce, uh, we're both familiar with some of these car auction sites, right?
2: Yes, sir, we are.
0: And uh, Bring a Trailer's known for, for, you know, having stuff that you can drive or, or work on, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, not driving projects or driving projects. Well, surprisingly, uh, somebody put something up on Bring a Trailer in 2020 that brought a lot of money. A uh, slot car? No, a slot oh. car layout. Oh, a okay. slot car layout. There is a place called Slot Mods in Detroit uh, that makes these slot car layouts. They're remarkably lifelike. If you're not familiar with with one thirty two slot cars, uh, that's the scale, right? That's so, the scale. Yeah, so you it's one
2: thirty second to one to thirty.
0: One to thirty seconds. Uh, oh, 30. There are yep. one to th- one to twenty four. There's also one to sixty four, which is an HO train scale.
2: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: But this is big business. That layout that they called um, it was it's. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself here. It was PC based, tablet controlled, and basically you just plug it in and go. It's about fourteen by sixteen feet. Um, to get it set up, you basically have to pay the guy uh, $4,700, including flights, lodging, and vehicle. does not include truck rental or the shipping fees. Wow. But the thing sold for $65,000, Royce. I mean, why get a real car when you can get a slot car? I'm just saying, man. Maybe, Maybe I need to rethink my transportation situation.
2: But speaking of transportation... Don't forget, like, I want to see do they use Craggle like, to, to, to put this thing together?
0: Wrong stuff, man. That's Lego.
2: So you say you can't use super glue to put these guys together?
0: Why would you want to use super glue on a slot car?
2: Why not? Put your own logo on it. It's like, yeah, it's the, you know, Arbitrage Speedway.
0: <laughs> Actually, you can talk to those guys, the slot mods guys in Michigan. They could probably do something like that, see? like they're doing right now. Uh, they're making a uh, basically a one-to-one model uh, within six feet by fourteen feet of a five-story Fiat factory that was in Italy. Now, what what distinguishes this factory is that they had a track on top of the building. Now, that I love. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but 3D printing uh, helped him out here. It costs around two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Nope, check please. Maybe you don't want to do that. Well, you can go. You could have gone to Brooklyn and talked to Buzz Perry. Buzz Perry was an entrepreneur that made up Arama. It's the last uh, slot car store in all of New York, and unfortunately, it closed in 2021 due to COVID. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still interested. Few places to check out Dallas Slot Cars and Katy Slot Cars in Texas, Mid South Hobbies and the Raceway in Tennessee, Alpine Speedway north of Atlanta, and Cincy Slots in Cincinnati. I recommend that you give me two Selectric, Scalectric Art Pro sets and send them to me, uh, and to me too. Thanks for joining us on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. I think we're going to go to Mid-South Hobbies and have some slot car fun. Right right. (laughs) now.